You Can Handle Anything, episode number 251. Hi, this is Shira, and I want to tell you a little secret. You can handle anything. Of course, what that means and what that doesn't mean, you'll learn all about in this weekly podcast where I share powerful stories of people who go from stuck to unstuck. And the reason they can do this is because they are emotionally equipped to effectively cope with the obstacles life throws at them and to cope with the challenges they deliberately choose to take on. If you're new to me, I invite you to visit me over on my website and check out my award-winning books, my online course, and anything else I may be offering at the time of your visit. You can find me over at shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I have a story for you, and this story is about the power of the pause and how, just by learning how to take a pause, you can really empower yourself to handle a lot of things in your life. Okay, so here's the story. So I have a 19-year-old daughter, and she is a soldier in the Navy. And ever since she's enlisted, I really only get to see her every other weekend or so, And I really cherish the time when she comes home. In fact, I like to spoil her when she comes home. And I ask her what kinds of food she might want me to pick up for her so that I have it in the house when she comes home. Last Wednesday, we were in touch. And even before I had a chance to ask her what she wanted, she texted me her request, which included a box of tea, a bar of chocolate, and a small bag of pistachio nuts. Now, while I didn't commit to picking those things up, It was assumed that I would. The next day, my husband said he was going to the supermarket, and he asked me if there was anything I needed. I sent him the list that I got from my daughter. When he came home, I looked through the bags and saw the tea and the chocolate, but I didn't see the nuts. So I asked him, where's the bag of nuts? And he told me he didn't buy the bag of nuts. And I asked him why. And he said, because they were too expensive, and our daughter didn't really need them and that we have plenty of other nuts in the house. Yes, I was pissed. I mean, I was really, really pissed. And yet, while I really wanted to blame my husband for not doing as he was requested, I noticed it was I who was stuck. I mean, he didn't seem stuck at all. And as much as I really wanted to hold on to my anger, what I really wanted even more was to get unstuck and handle this situation. So as I took a stop, I literally physically stopped. I didn't respond to my husband after he said the nuts were too expensive and that my daughter didn't need them. I just looked at him. And he just looked at me. And I just looked at him. But internally, I was telling myself, just pause, Shira, pause, pause, you can handle this. (laughs) And I just want to say before I move on, that just pausing felt so great. I have a tendency, like we all do, to react automatically. And in my life, that often looks like yelling at my husband and blaming him and being mad at him for everything. And pausing just felt so good. I just felt so powerful in that moment. Even if I didn't get what I wanted, 
I was in control. And in that moment, that felt amazing. T, I told myself I was stuck on disappointment. And I felt that feeling in the muscles between my eyebrows. And instead of pushing that emotion away, I just simply noticed it. And I focused on that area of my body. And I just let it flow through me. And as I was standing there, still staring at my husband, I uncovered these thoughts. I believe my husband is cheap. I believe my husband is pathetic. I believe my husband is never going to change. I believe my daughter is going to be terribly disappointed. And then I investigated into those beliefs. Is my husband cheap? Is that 100% true? Would the whole world agree upon that? Can I prove that in a court of law? No, it's not 100% true. So I marked that with an X in my mind, since I was doing this process in my head and not on paper. I believe my husband is pathetic. Is that 100% true? Absolutely not. I believe my husband is never going to change. Is that 100% true? I don't know. So that can't be true. I believe my daughter is going to be terribly disappointed. Is that 100% true? I also don't know. Like I said, I didn't commit to getting the nuts. So, so maybe she was just being hopeful. And then seeing that all of my beliefs weren't even true, I went to the next step to consider what was possible. And while there were probably hundreds of things I could have considered in that moment, I first considered there was nothing I could do in that moment to change things. Nothing at all. And I accepted that. Then I accepted that I can't always rely on others to get things for me or to get things done for me. So I considered I would just go to the store sometime over the next couple of days and buy the bag of pistachio nuts myself. Now, this consideration wasn't meant to be an act of disrespect to my husband, but rather it was meant to be an act of self-determination. If I want to buy a bag of pistachio nuts and I have the money to do so, I can consider doing that. I considered I didn't need to share that plan with my husband in that moment, not because I wanted to outright lie to him, but because I just didn't think it would help the situation. Anyway, it must have shown on my face that everything was really okay, that is, that I got myself unstuck, because it was that moment that my husband asked me, is, is there a problem with what I did? And I think my husband was truly looking for a response. And so I responded, I, I said in a very calm, controlled and unemotional tone that from my perspective, my husband and I have a chance to see our daughter once every two weeks and that saving that money by not buying that bag of nuts is not something I would have done. To me, getting the nuts was more important than saving that bit of money. I didn't yell at him. I didn't cry. I didn't blame him. I didn't call him names. I just answered him. And he didn't respond back. He just looked at me. And I looked at him. And that was it. And then I walked out of the kitchen and just stood there for a moment and held myself in kindness for getting stuck on disappointment. It happens to all of us. And I'll just finish the rest of the story with you because it's actually kind of nice. I didn't end up getting the nuts because I didn't create time to go over to the market over the next couple of days. I just had a lot on my plate and driving to the market wasn't on my list. 
I just accepted the fact that I wouldn't give the nuts and I got clear that my daughter may get disappointed. But guess what? Can you guess? My husband ended up buying my daughter the nuts. I couldn't believe it. I truly couldn't believe it. I just walked into the kitchen over the weekend and I saw my daughter eating pistachio nuts and I was so confused. I asked her, where did those nuts come from? I thought maybe she got some for herself, but no, she just said, Abba got them for me. And he didn't tell me. Of course, he didn't have to. He also didn't know I had a plan to get her a bag anyway. How nice, right? And we all lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> no, not quite, but it was the end of a great stuck story. And I was proud of myself of how I was able to pause and use the unstuck method to handle that very sticky situation. But what really blows me away when I look back at this story is the power of that pause. Can you just imagine that story had I not taken a pause? It would have blown up. It would have turned into a war. It would have been a mess. But the pause saved the day. And so I'd like to invite you to visualize a stuck situation that you were recently in and consider how it would have looked differently had you taken a pause. And where would you like to try to bring the pause more into your life? Before I sign off, I'd like to read you something that one of my students posted about episode 248, the one where I interviewed my daughter and the recent helicopter accident. This comes from Joe, and she said, I loved this episode as not only did it resonate, but it's really helpful to give the process a realistic context and to realize that it doesn't happen overnight and that we can change our perspectives and keep growing, learning, and moving and falling forward by taking something positive from every experience we have. I think some people do this naturally, but the majority of us don't because we get stuck. However it happens, the reality of feeling uncomfortable is so very much part of this process, and it is so helpful to know and hear this. This alone can underpin a more successful path towards a more fulfilling life that evolves in a way that brings us joy, happiness, and contentment. But of course, it's a lot of work. Thank you. So Joe, thank you for that powerful message. I am so grateful that you are continuing to learn and grow with this work and that my podcast episodes are supporting you by giving you a realistic context. And you're right, this definitely does not happen overnight, but it does happen over time and over practice. And this is exactly why I built my community. So my students have the support and accountability and a place where people speak this language and where they can show up as humans, living real human lives. Okay, my dear friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to wherever you tune into your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And I welcome you to rate and review it. I love hearing from the listeners of this podcast. And one more thing, at the time of this episode, which is mid-February 2022, I currently have three spots available for private coaching. If you are feeling stuck in your life and you are looking for some support, head over to my website and reach out to me so that we can meet. Thank you so much for tuning in, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and remember, 
you can handle anything. If you liked what you heard today and you want to learn how you can handle anything in your life, visit my website, shiragora.com to find out more details about working with me one-on-one or enrolling in my eight-week group course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. I look forward to starting this journey with you.